we're recording now. We and, are in uh, fact recording now. Yep. Cool. Uh, I want to 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 uh, uh, finish up on that point about the blueberry muffins. Uh, I am I am canceling my trip to Southwest Michigan today. Uh, I'm one of the reasons I wanted to hit record now is I wanted to kind of put this in a little bit of time context. Uh, but I would like to catch uh, catch up with you in person at some point in the future when I do get uh, back that direction. Right. Um, your your uh, text earlier today said something about the signature Chicago air, and I know what you're getting at because the big cities are, of course, uh, prone to the pollution. But this this uh, air quality is due to our neighbors to the north, um, right? As there are massive, massive forest fires up in Canada, and this this uh, this air pollution that we're experiencing has come from over a thousand miles away. So that being the case. As if we didn't do a good enough job of polluting the air on, <laughs> exactly. our, on our own, right? Right. I mean, the steel mills on the south shore of Lake Michigan and all the industry in Chicago doesn't put enough particulate matter. Let's add a little bit to it. Um, Amen. But it is, it's amazing because uh, if it's this bad here, a thousand miles downstream, I can't imagine what it's like up where the fires are burning. So. Oh, it's got to be awful. I feel bad for those, for those people, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, amen. And it's it's uh, something that's uh, you know there's a lot of forest out there to burn. So I mean, I, who knows how long this lasts, and if it happens mm. again and again, becomes a regular thing. Hope not. Yeah. Hope not. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, but other than that, life is uh, good. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Really, um, going. It just we're we're in our retirement uh, a couple of years into it. You know, I. Um, they retired me a little early at Enpro because of the COVID situation and what it did to the market. And uh, I was going to retire at 65, so they retired me at 64 instead and okay. you know, gave me some extra money and stuff. I can't buy my own island or anything, but <laughs> it, it helped. It, and it made it attractive enough to say, yeah, let's go ahead and pull that trigger. Okay, good. And, um, good. We're so fine. You, we're so good. You're in a good place, and that that's the most important thing. So... Um, it's funny because we uh, we uh, we recently hit a milestone in the Beverly family that my brother Jim, our brother Jim, alerted me to. So on his last birthday, which would have been New Year's Eve of twenty two, yep. um, he turned sixty, and he pointed out to me that that means no one in the family is under sixty. And, that's crazy, and that's something. It is. And uh, being the actuarial kind of guy that he is in the life insurance industry, he expressed his thought that that was pretty remarkable that we have 12 people from the same mother same father all over 60 and we're all still kicking yes <laughs> you know so and, that's, that's and talking to each other <laughs> yeah 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 in in good you know yeah on good terms amen yep that's that's huge so so that was part of uh that was part of my um inspiration for this project the other being the fact that we uh, you mentioned COVID a minute ago, and and now that now that that has hopefully run its course, we're back to some some Beverly Christmases. We did have that nice one with that Joan put together for us in Villa Park last year. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, and so that's good. But you know, we all know that as as much as we all love those get-togethers, and we do, and they're a blast. Um, we don't spend a lot of time one-on-one, and. Uh, and I thought that was unfortunate, so I decided I would try to make some kind of an effort to talk to everybody uh, one-on-one. I was trying to do them all in person, um, and as I mentioned a moment ago, I am still going to try to get down your way in person at some point because I think there's some value to that too. 
that sounds really good. Um, it does. That sounds very good. And I like your inspiration and, and the way you're, you're kicking it off. Let's, yeah. let's move it, move it. It's yeah, good. Yeah. It's really I mean, good. Because, uh, you know, well, you know that we all know this. There's no, there's no promises. We don't all have an appointment date. You know, just like nope. you never chose to be born, we don't choose to die, and we don't know that's right when it's coming. So, uh, live, live it out. You know, I don't like, I don't like to sound trite like a calendar page or a greeting card, but you got to try to try to make it, make it worthwhile. You know, make it worthwhile. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, then, Dennis. Uh, I we were talking the other day to some friends, and uh, this this person had not met us, uh, or had not met Hallie and me. She had met, uh, she had uh, she works with Barb. I, actually, I'm sorry. I guess that does mean she had met Hallie. Hallie works in Barb's office during the uh, during the school year, not in her actual office, but in that department at NIU. So this, right. this young lady had met uh, Hallie and Barb, but had not met me. So we had her and her husband over for uh, some hamburgers and stuff, and. She was interested in hearing the rundown, so I gave her a very, very brief thumbnail sketch of all 12 siblings, and I was tremendously impressed because she learned all 12 names in order in about 15 minutes. Wow. <laughs> that's a smart woman. Yeah, that's pretty good, isn't it? Uh, it is. Anyway, when I, was, when I was giving her the thumbnail sketches, I was remembering a, a couple of fun, uh, fun childhood memories I have with you, but I won't say them because I don't want to taint your, uh, your, <laughs> your, your decision, your selection of the story you want to share. So the format, just to, remember, uh, to, to remind everybody, the format is uh, a, a lighthearted one, or it could be a serious one, I guess, and then a more serious one. The lighthearted or possibly serious one is to give us a story that you think maybe everyone hasn't heard before uh, from your memory, and it can be anywhere in your lifetime. And the other right. one is to ask, what do you think is the biggest difference or change in your life uh, since childhood? And by childhood, we could take it anywhere from, you know, grade school to high school or whatever, but um, right. define right. it as you wish. I'll tell you what, the biggest, the, the first thing that jumped at me when I saw, you know, I read your, your email uh, outlining the two points that you wanted to cover, which gives you plenty to chew on, right? Oh, oh gosh, yeah. Is what is the biggest difference between my childhood and now? And um, you had a hand in that, by the way, and that is my faith. Oh, because you know we we all grew up uh, staunchly Catholic, um, and and you know so there's a, a lot of reverence for the for the sacraments in there. Right. There's a lot of uh, reverence for the holiness of God in there and the righteousness of God. But what I failed to learn, even though, you know, in their defense, they may have been teaching it. <laughs> what I, what I didn't learn much about was the undeserved favor, God's grace. Yeah. And because of that, I, I walked away from it. I said, well, wait a minute. You're trying to tell me you're not supposed to know if you're going to heaven until you get there. So work your butt off until you get there and you'll hope for the best outcome. That's, <laughs> you'll never find that in those words in the Catholic catechism. But strangely enough, that's what most Catholics learn. Okay. You know, whether you taught it or not, that's what they all came away with. Take, take from that what you will. Yeah. And um, I still have tremendous respect and admiration for all of my brothers and sisters who are still connected to the Catholic faith with uh, with their eyes focused on Jesus. Go, go, go for it. You know. Right. But I didn't. I didn't get that hope. So I said, "This is hopeless. This is pointless. I I don't see that this faith makes any sense at all." 
and uh, walked away from it for, man, way too long. (laughs) But when I finally got tired of my my drinking, (laughs) which was an everyday thing, um, an every single day thing for at least a six-pack a day, maybe up to a 12 or more, Mm. and depending on what was brought into the picture to tempt me. So when I finally had enough of going from New Year's to my birthday in March without drinking anything and making myself feel like, okay, yeah, I got this under control. I can quit anytime I want. I knew better. And when I was finally ready to accept help from my higher power, which is God himself, I went to one meeting and uh, God took away my desire for alcohol. It was, it was crazy. I know he still works miracles because of what I lived through there. Wow. And uh, Aunt Dodie was the one who turned me on to the book of John. She said, you know, when I, I called her in a drunken stupor <laughs> and oh. let her know that I was having problems. And uh, she helped me um, to look for the good news, the, the grace of God. And it and you helped me to get that one-year Bible. I'll never forget that. Oh, that's right. Okay, I, I had right. forgotten, but you're right. I do remember that one-year Bible. And it was great. And I got to give a, a loving elbow in your ribs. It was funny to see that, you know, you were very much concerned that this was not a gift from, from you to me. This was, this cost me this. And I went, you know what? That's cheap money. Let's go send him a check. <laughs> oh, my God. We all, we all have the, the scrimp and uh, stretch the bucks factor in all of us. It was, it was great. But, um, yeah, I, I, I can't say I, I owe you my life, but I, I will never forget what you, your hand in that. That got me into the word every day, every wow. day, ever since. Wow, Dennis, I did not realize. I, I do remember something about the, the one-year Bible, but I didn't remember. Uh, and, and sorry, I should have I sprung for the Bible and left it alone at that. I shouldn't have asked you for money back. <laughs> no, but you got it to me. You got it to me. That's the thing. You went out and bought it and sent it to me. Okay. That's huge. That's huge. Okay. All right. Well, good. I guess you'll, you'll accept that loving elbow then, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is that is a characteristic that I'm working on, and I'm making progress. I'll, I'll tell Aren't you. Aren't we that. all? Yeah. Aren't we all? Yeah. And we thought we were generous people until we met up with our better halves, and you come to realize that. Oh man, I cry every time they suggest something like that. How about we just say yes? Let's do that. You know. Yeah. And. Uh, generosity hasn't cost me any blood yet you know what i'm saying right and i i think it you know that characteristic that you refer to is is <laughs> hardwired um you know from the factory so to speak i think we we were i don't know if we were born yep. with it but there are some things you're born with but i think that one we learned early on because as we all know in our house there wasn't any extra i wouldn't say there wasn't much extra there wasn't any extra uh, exactly to go around so we learned how to uh, husband our resources carefully. <laughs> yes, like that. That's, like that. That's what I tried to do. And I now that I have more of it, I'd like to try to be more generous. generous? I'm sure you have. Your adoption of Nevaeh. Hallie. I'm sorry, Hallie. Hallie. <laughs> that's okay. We know and who Nevaeh, Nevaeh is. is. Joel and, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, and Heather. Um, yeah, that's, that, that adoption right there is living, breathing testimony to the, the real extent of your generosity, which is not just your treasures, but your time, your talents, and your love. That's, you, that's just incredible. I'm, I'm so proud of you for that. That's well, so cool. Thank you. That, that's very nice of you. I'm, I, I appreciate that. And it has, as, as a lot of people know, um, <clears throat> turned around and uh, paid us back then, and that and, and then some. You know? Amen to that. 
Um, I'm sure of that. That's the best way I can put it. We've we've gained a lot more from having Hallie in our lives than we've than we've given. So, um, but okay, well, good. So that's a good one. Okay, so uh, so that's a good one, Dennis. Uh, I like that. And uh, what was the? Oh yeah. And and how about an, an a story, an anecdote, or a story? Again, it could be serious or it could be fun. Whatever you like. It was fun. It was fun. And this is one. It took me a little while to remember one that hadn't been told yet. Um, and I had to keep in mind that it, it has to be completely uh, family friendly, which <laughs> this is. It is <laughs> good. But, you mean um, there are a few that aren't? Uh, no, say it ain't so, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are quite a few that uh, shall remain uh, confidential for sure. There you go. But um, there was a very fun time. At one point, Dave and I were on the same. I can't remember if it was farm league or majors, right? Sure. You got Little minor, minor, yeah. then minor league, and then farm, and then majors, and right. then Babe Ruth. I never made it to Babe Ruth, but uh, Dave and I, I think we, it was in the majors, um, and our coach was Mr. Bolton. I don't know if you remember the Bolton twins. I remember that family name. I was not yep. friends with any of them. I wasn't to any of their kids' ages, I don't think. Right. They were... They lived on Gray Street, just a little south of, uh, um, or shall we say, a little north of um, the pool area. Yeah. You know, the last few blocks before you get to the pool. Anyway, um, he was the he was the coach, Mr. Bolton. Mm-hmm. And at, at some point, we were playing a game as the White Sox at Peter Hoy. Oh Remember yeah, that? yeah, Peter Hoy. Yeah. When they right, when they still had a baseball diamond, and we were having a tough time. And I don't remember why, but I just remember that Dave was catcher at that point, and Coach Bolton put me in onto the pitcher's mound. Oh, because um, I don't remember why, but there I was. You know, <laughs> you might have been I the said, last guy who hadn't pitched yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's. I will not deny that, Senator. I have no recollection. I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. But at any rate, we we got the side out, and I thought. All I did was, I'm aiming at my brother's mitt, and I'm throwing it as hard as I can. And hopefully, you know, it'll be too fast for them to hit. I can't say I struck somebody out, although I thought I remembered that. So Dave might be, he might be a good one to to bounce that off of. In fact, okay. after we hang up, I'll, I'll double check him and see if he remembers. But we, we got the side out with no additional runs, and... Um, that was my that was my pitching career in the major leagues. Get it, major? The right? major leagues. Yeah, you came in and you were what they call the stopper. The other team had a rally going, and you put a stop to it. Exactly. So, that, that's what I remember by of it. Oh, that is cool. So, did you did you ever get to pitch again for that team? No, no. That was it. <laughs> I was an outfielder. You know, that, yeah. that's what I did. I I could run, I could catch the ball, and I could throw it far enough to you know get it all the way to the second baseman. Right. And that's good enough. At that age, that's all you need. Oh, yeah. And, and fast forward to when I was uh, around 50, that's when I started to realize, my, you know, my mind moved faster than my body. Yeah. And that was, I baited, we were on a co-ed league with the church, and I baited the hitter in 12-inch softball to try and hit it over my head. I moved into shallow center. Because oh. in that was that was a, um, uh, a a ploy that worked very well for me in the leagues that I played at in spraying systems. Remember that old place? Sure, sure. So I said, okay, I'm going to bait him and see if I can get him to try and swing it. You know, get it over my head and he'll pop it up and I'll catch it. Well, yeah. guess what? He got a hold of it. 
<laughs> so I started sprinting to, to my back. You know, I, I turned around, started sprinting, started looking over my head, and I realized that I thought I was a gazelle, but I was actually a pretty slow-moving goat. And I <laughs> fell on my face. I kept, Kevin, I was laughing, but long before I hit the ground, I said, oh, you hopeless old codger. Oh. You can't move like that anymore. <laughs> oh, and you did a and, face and plant, and the ball went I out did. into Went out and into thankfully field. the grass was long and soft. There's a song by a, a band called Little Feet, yeah. um, Old Folks Boogie, and he's and it, the, the lyrics say, "And you know that you're over the hill when your mind makes a promise that your body can't fill." Absolutely, absolutely. And it was a, a classic moment. I think we've all probably been there, whether it was on a baseball diamond or in some other endeavor, and it, it may have been athletic or even not athletic, but our mind made yep. promises that our bodies couldn't fill. Yep. I think that's pretty common. I think that's and and when when we decide that that's uh, that that's the way it's going to be, and we accept it, I think we're a lot better off. There are some people that fight it and fight yep. it and fight it. And you you know, as long as so you can eat crow, it tastes a lot. You know, or humble pie tastes a lot better than eating crow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah, so it's, no, uh, listen up. There's been a change, right? <laughs> there's been a change, and you are hereby notified. So the you know, n- knowing it and accepting it is a wise, wise move. Amen to that. Um, I was look, thinking back just at an observation I was going to make on Mr. Bolton's decision to put you in at pitcher for an inning. It's possible, and I've never met him, so I I could be completely fabricating all this, but it's possible that he could have been one of those guys who decided, I'm coaching a bunch of young kids here. We don't have any phenoms. We don't have anybody that's going to the actual major leagues in baseball. Right. Uh, yeah. So I would like to give every kid at least an inning where they got to be, you know, the pitcher is the most important position on the field in baseball, period. Yeah. It is. And, and, and if you know anything about baseball, everybody knows pitchers are – the most important position. So it's kind of cool to get to be on the mound. And, and uh, it's possible he might have said, you know, because I remember coaching Mike and Steve's little league teams. And I remember thinking it's, it's fun to, you know, just to give kids a chance to to bat and to run the bases and to play, you know, whatever. And uh, if a kid can get the ball all the way over the plate on the fly, let's let him try to pitch, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. He was a nice guy. Yeah, so he was doing was a good job, and, and he was letting you have your moment in the in the sun. So that's pretty cool. I, I bet. And before we forget, you mentioned that you had a story because you didn't want to change my memories. Oh, yeah. The one, <coughs> excuse me, the one I remembered was that I was out on my paper route and uh, was uh, was. Uh, victimized by a bully who stepped in front of my bike stopped me and and uh, we had some words and he slugged me in the in the jaw and i came home crying and upset and uh you asked what was matter and i said this is what happened and uh i didn't know what to do because i had to go back there the next day and i'm afraid of this kid and so on and so forth so you said you go back out on your route tomorrow and when you get to the spot where you think he's going to come out you know you be there uh i'll be there off in the wings so to speak uh, waiting and uh, you know I'll take care of it and that's exactly what happened I got to that kid's house he came out from the driveway or the yard or wherever he was lurking and you were there in a blink of an eye uh, stepped in between us and basically said you know this isn't going to happen anymore you're going to you're going to leave my brother alone and uh, you know made it very 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 clear that you were going to be there and have my back, and he better leave me alone. And uh, the problem went away, and I'll never forget that. That was how awesome is that? So I cool. I don't remember that. You That's don't remember? Cool. No. No, I oh. don't doubt it though. You know, nobody likes to see 
their, you know, a brother or sister getting picked on by some bully. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're all over the place out there. Oh, sure they are. Yeah. And, and, it was it was kind of frontier justice, but it worked out really really well. <laughs> um, and you know, I yeah. thought uh, the other thing I'll say, as long as we're on this on this story, is that I, I uh, we've laughingly said nobody gets to hit my little brother. I, I'll take care of that. You know, kind of thing. Um, <laughs> that's my privilege. <laughs> but that's my privilege. Yeah, you don't get to do that. But I remember you were never. You know, I I had a couple of older brothers that. Uh, well, the old old older brothers couldn't be bothered with us LKs. But right. Um, yep. Between the, the three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you remember the LKs and Kevin? Oh Jimmy? yeah. Yeah. But uh, but of the three Ds, uh, I remember you never you never picked on me. I, I I cannot to this day think of a moment ever where you where you gave me any trouble at all. So I I thought that was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'll have to go brush off my halo for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it it is significant in a household where everybody is in a pecking order and everybody's vying for status and resources and and uh, you know privacy and yep. peace and quiet if they want it and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's not unusual. It's not. It, in fact, it would be surprising if there wasn't some of that going on. Yeah. So. Yeah, anyway. I, I hear you. And all I remember, Danny used to get so peeved because of the, the you know, I think it was between you and Jimmy, there was some antagonism going on no. back and forth. No. I know. That's <laughs> I'll have to double check my, you know, do the Vulcan mind melt to see if that really happened or Check not. your records. I, I, yes. As you said earlier, I can neither, I can neither confirm nor deny. Uh, yeah, like that. Get that lined out straight. So I'm, and if I'm talking a little bit fuzzy in the mouth, it's only because I'm enjoying another freshly made, still hot blueberry muffin. Oh, my God. But don't let that bother you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Danae, she's a good egg. Oh, man, I am so spoiled to be in this house. It's just, it's awesome. That I'm, is great. I'm a very blessed man. That is awesome. That is great. Well, I really appreciate your time uh, and and uh, the story and the and the and the conversation. I would really really appreciate a, a, a blueberry muffin, but I will have to I'll have to defer that until such time in the future as I can make it down that way. Amen. And I'm sure we will we will be in on that one. That seriously, that that's one of the things that Nate really likes to do to bless people, and that is you know. Oh, oh wow. Them. It is piece of love, and I, I've been enjoying her, not just her um, mom's perfect white bread, right? Oh. Harriet's perfect white oh, bread. Oh yeah, mom's yeah, yeah, yeah. Our mom, yeah. You should taste it coming out of Nay's oven, man. It's no. so, oh, but she has also figured out how to make English muffins in the same way from scratch. Really? Oh my goodness! How cool! <laughs> yeah. How cool is that? I'm, I'm pretty spoiled, and um, and she's. Yeah, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. I won't start singing the nay nay praises because people got tired of hearing about how much I love that woman. Well, that, long you know time what? Ago. That's, I don't know about that, but that's a good thing to be talking about. It's a lot better than the alternative. Amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> well, uh, Jason, the guy whose uh, house I will uh, hopefully be staying at later this summer, said, you know, we got to get you out there this summer. So it sounds like he's going to give me another day to, to shoot for, or days, I should say, to shoot for. And uh, as soon as I can line that up, I'll, I'll see if you'll be around. We'll, that sounds great. We'll South Haven is what you mentioned, right? Yeah, South Haven is the uh, he. So he has a place there that uh, he lives in Chicago, but he uh, owns one in South Haven that he uses rents out as an Airbnb, and the the, the money from that has uh, for his first year, he said, has just about now paid the the expenses for the year. 
Oh, that's so good. Isn't that cool? South Haven is a beautiful little city. Nay and I hit that place last summer. One of our trips was instead of going up the western shore of Lake Michigan to get to Wisconsin and the UP, mm, mm. we went around to the other side of Lake Michigan, up through Michigan. Yeah, yeah. And went up the whole west coast or yeah. east coast of Lake Michigan, including going over the Mackinac Bridge. Oh, cool. And and then, you know, going to the UP from there. Yeah, now you want to talk about a beautiful cruise. Oh, I'll oh my bet. goodness. I'll bet. Yeah, that it was amazing. That uh side of the lake is less populated and some somewhat more natural too, but yeah, you said there's some some really pretty cities along the along the eastern lakeshore. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And there Michigan's South Haven is a lot prettier than Indiana's South Haven. <laughs> we have a, a town right next door to us called South Haven. Yeah. And yeah. it's um, it's not Shall we say nice. much more economical, uh, you know, accommodations and stuff. Yeah. They have their own fire department and police department. I think they've got two stop signs and that's about it. <laughs> one of those deals. It's one of those, yeah. So but yeah, yeah, South Haven is a beautiful destination. Make sure you bring your camera. You know, it's just, it's gorgeous over there. It's that, really neat. That's what I hear. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And, and the, the real draw for me, besides the town of South Haven or city of South Haven, is that there are a few... Uh, streams that feed into lake michigan that are uh, trout streams and so i'm going to give that, oh, give that a whirl too that sounds great and you get to keep those or do you, you, you catch and release well you do get to i mean as long as you follow the the laws you know the the, the rules about how many and what size and which species uh i personally great. i personally catch and release because i'm too lazy to clean them and because <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep and because in a canoe uh which is the way i do it um it's really hard to do keep fish alive long enough to get them back to my dwelling wherever i'm going that night um, yeah because if you're carrying a nice chest that's heavy and clunky and big and yeah so uh it's it's uh it's a photo a quick selfie and uh if it's a really nice one i'll lay it on my canoe paddle where i have marked in sharpie marker uh a, a ruler i've got it marked from zero to 22 inches on the blade of the canoe paddle so if i nice. lay him, if i lay him down real quick on the edge of the on the flat part of the paddle i can get a quick measurement and he goes back in the river or lake nice that's really cool yeah so that's, well that's go, i hope you catch a million of them and thanks for putting this whole project together i'm looking forward to seeing what what it looks like when you're done with it or hearing you know yeah whatever it is yeah thanks brother i'm gonna i'm uh i've got one interview already uh typed in I've, i'm using voice to text which is is better but also not but we'll talk about that some other time Amen. Uh, yes, she has minds of her own doesn't she well yeah it's 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 funny because it it works sometimes better than others and sometimes it thinks i said one word and not another and so on but <laughs> so then i have to go back in and edit anyway so we'll see but i, but I'm, I uh, well i gotta tell you a very quick one okay um, along those lines that's why we don't call it siri anymore we call her sorry <laughs> oh sorry i didn't get that right